Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. This is Yolanda Williams and today this is like an impromptu episode. Um, I have some time in between sessions and I decided to do this episode today because recently I have received a lot of questions about how I do what I do. I've received um, questions from, you know, people who are in the coven, as well as just other light workers. I've received your emails asking how to know that you're on your path and how to pursue the path that you feel called to. And a lot of this is um, coming around, you know, how to start a practice, how to become a teacher, and how to move out of fear of just being you know, someone who does this type of energy work and how to just step into what you feel is your purpose. So because so many people seem to be questioning their path right now, um, I just wanted to talk about this briefly and share with you how I do it and how I did it. Um, One thing I will say without going into too much of the backstory, because I've told the story on the show before about how I got started, but what I will say is that all of this started out as just healing for myself. I was trying to find a way to move out of the anxiety and fear that I had around what I was doing with my life and connecting with what matters to me, and also trying to connect with and understand my life purpose. But I was in a state of, you know, panic and anxiety around it for many reasons. But the number one thing that I had to do was to stop pressuring myself. (laughs) Once I realized that it wasn't a race, you know, it's not like I had a deadline of, when I had to figure things out. And once I realized that everything I was going through, even in those moments, were all part of the process of me understanding and learning who I was and what it was I felt called to do. But once um, I was able to move out of the pressure, I also realized I had to heal some regret. And I've talked to you about this on the show as well. You know, there are a lot of times where we get to a point of feeling like we are not on our life path and we start to regret what we've done to this point. And the truth is even around that, everything that you have done has prepared you or is preparing you for where you're going and what you're learning and what you're doing. So I've talked to you about this as well. You know, I worked in corporate and um, a lot of what I learned in my jobs and even, you know, just my personal life were tools that were helping me to prepare for what I do today. But the number one thing I would say just right off the bat is be yourself, be yourself. And we'll talk about that more in a moment. Um, In the beginning of all of this, you know, even though I knew that I wanted to help people in some way, I didn't know how. So like many of you, I was looking for my purpose. I had no idea what it was, but thankfully I had a reading with a woman at that time and she told me to start meditation as a way to um, help with 
the anxiety. And she also told me to have a Reiki session. And back then I had never heard of Reiki. So I looked it up and it sounded very interesting to me. I was curious. And so I took a class instead. But what happened is the meditation really allowed me to slow down and to connect with myself outside of the noise, right? And what was interesting is I came to realize that I was the one creating all of the noise. And so meditation really helped me to change my relationship with the energy that I was producing in my own field. And I started to realize that I was the one fueling my own anxiety. And it was all about how I was internalizing and processing information, the thoughts that I was allowing to take over and the fear that I was allowing to build up in my space. I was the one feeding and fueling all of that. So meditation really helped me to learn how to center. And instead of being caught up in those energies, I learned how to observe them and to start to interact with those feelings and those thoughts in a different way. And I also came to understand where these energies were coming from, how they were influencing me, but more importantly, that I had choice and how I was engaging with all of it. Now, meditation, um, as you may know, I believe it's the foundation for all of this work. And in fact, when I continued with my studies with energy work, psychic development, all of those things, meditation was the foundation and the tool that, you know, was part of the practice. So if you are not already practicing meditation in some form, I do recommend doing that because it helps you to move into a space of understanding. Now, I will say there are different forms of meditation. So even if you feel like you're a person who doesn't know how or it's complicated, there are many different ways to meditate. And I have free guided meditations on my website, which can help you get started. If you go to my website, there is a... Um, a a picture that you will see that says fill up with love. It was a free meditation series. So even doing something like that is a good way to start. Now, the other component for me was Reiki at the beginning. And Reiki was really like a doorway to seeing and experiencing energy in new ways. Because what I didn't know until that point was that I was an empath. I had never heard of an empath. I had no idea about how energy was influencing my life and how it influences all of us. You know, quite honestly, up until that point, like many of us do, we look for what's going on in the material realm or like things that are tangible that we believe are influencing our life experience, right? Things that we can see and touch and feel. We people, we we look at those things as influencers to our experience. But there's so much more than that. There's the energy beneath it all. So through Reiki, I started to look at energy differently. I was no longer overwhelmed by it. I started to observe and analyze what it was I was sensing. And 
even at that point, I would say I stopped worrying about my purpose because then I became just curious. I was curious about energy. I was curious about life itself. I was curious about how we were all uh, manipulating energy and how we were allowing energy to influence us. So my whole scope of life just started to change. And again, it, it wasn't so much about my life purpose as much as it was about understanding my life and how I was playing a part in it. So as you know, so many of us do, I was very excited and I started seeking more tools. I started taking more classes and all of it was to understand how I was engaging with my life. And through all of this, I started to have a shift in perspective. I started learning how to shift and be the manager of my own energy, which ultimately started to shift my experience, my life experience, my point of view, how I was showing up. So it, it was never like an like obligation to do this for a purpose outside of my own understanding. I was just exploring. But then things did begin to shift when I started sharing what I was learning. But what I want to point out, and I tell this to everyone who you know takes classes with me, the foundation is really about your personal healing and growth. And through that self-acknowledgement and through your own understanding and through your own transformation, you just begin to see how you can help other people and how you can use what you've learned to help other people. So I started sharing what I was learning with my friends and family. Um, My friends and family noticed shifts in me, so they started asking questions. But I also started practicing what I was learning on them. And one of the things I want to point out is that I really believe that we are all teachers and we are all guides and we are all here to support each other in different ways and in fact when I read people when I do intuitive readings for people it is very common that I will see in their space that they are some form of a teacher now for some people it is very literal like I see that they may be holding classes or holding space or holding gatherings where they are teaching people in a more traditional sense But I also see this in terms of I see how each one of us can help other people. So when we say teacher or when we say we're a healer or when we say, you know, we're a light worker, whatever it may be, it isn't always necessarily something that's so formalized or something you have to pressure yourself to step into. Um. In fact, you know, I'll share with you, uh, I think it was last week, I had um, someone come for a Reiki session, and she is actually a a Reiki student, and she did level one and level two, and she will be going for her master level. But she's also studying, um, she did my intuitive mastery class, and she um, is doing other things, all because she is starting to realize 
her own um, ability. And she is being compelled to share what she is learning with other people. So in her space, I have seen that she is a teacher, but she has also been told this by um, another intuitive that they see her as a teacher as well. But she personally had it in her mind as, you know, just this very formalized thing, which, you know, she may be heading in that direction. That's her choice. But when I did Reiki for her that day, one of the things that came up was this very clear message that I think will help many of you. The message was to move out of potential and into being. Move out of potential and into being. So the message is really that you're already that which you are seeking. So if you are trying to become a teacher or you are trying to become a healer, the key is really to know that you already are. That's why you are seeking to fill that role or your idea of the role, or that's why you feel drawn to doing whatever it is you feel you may be drawn to doing. And it doesn't have to be a teacher or a healer. It could be whatever it is you feel called to do, being an artist, a writer, whatever it is, you are already that. It's just a matter of you being, allowing yourself to be. And yes, we take classes and we learn and we um, have experiences that help shape what that looks like for us. But you are already that. Now, with that, you know, I will go back to be yourself. <laughs> and part of the reason I think this is so important for people who are questioning their path or, you know, just trying to figure out how to start their practice. One of the biggest key elements for you is to be yourself. You know, a lot of us get caught up in the comparison or um, expecting that we have to be as good as someone else or follow the, the model or the path that someone else has done. We have to be able to heal the way that they do. We have to be able to teach the way that they do. You don't have to model someone else. You can be inspired by other people. Absolutely. We inspire each other all the time. But the key is to be yourself. I say this with so much gratitude, really, um, I've had people tell me that they enjoy the show or they enjoy my classes and things like that. They enjoy sessions with me because they say it's, I'm very personable or they feel like they're talking to someone that they've known for some time. And I, I that I can't tell you like how it's an honor for me really to hear feedback like that, but it, matters to me and I'm I'm thankful that a lot of people feel that way because I'm just being myself <laughs> you know and that I believe is the key of why we have the connections that we do with people when we show up authentic you know you can tell when someone isn't being genuine with you and a lot of times that can be off-putting or it can make you feel 
you know, you start to question their motives or their intention. But when you allow yourself to be yourself, there's something very welcoming about that because you're letting someone see who you are. They can see that you want to help and it's genuine. Now, you know, with being yourself, I know that a lot of people who are sensitive to energy, it can be hard for us at times to share ourselves and who we are. And in fact, you know, I've told this story as well before that I used to be painfully shy. I was very introverted. And, you know, when I tell people that they're so shocked, like there's no way that you seem very comfortable doing what you do. But the truth is, I was labeled as shy by other people because I was very withdrawn and I did keep to myself and I was very quiet and more of an introvert. But what I came to understand through the work that I do now is I was actually just uncomfortable by feeling overwhelmed by energy. So it's not so much that I was just shy. I didn't understand energy. So I didn't understand why I was uncomfortable around certain people or why I was uncomfortable in certain environments. So I did just tend to keep to myself. But once I started to understand how energy works and that I had choice and how I engaged with the energies that were surrounding me at any given time, it gave me control and I was able to reclaim my power and ability to choose how I was interacting and engaging with energy at any given time. So that was very key for me. Um, another thing is I realized that it was also a fear of judgment. You know, sometimes we keep to ourselves and don't put ourselves out there because we're afraid of being judged by other people. Now, Honestly, when it came to this work, that was never really a fear for me. I had more of a fear of judgment around other things. Like I used to um, love to write and I would only share what I wrote with my friends. And then um, that was something I had to work through as far as sharing with other people. But what I will say around that, for those of you who are trying to connect with your purpose and aligning with what matters to you, your voice matters. You are unique and the way that you process information and the way that you share information will be very unique to you. And the beauty of that is there will be many people who resonate with what you have to say, with how you say it in your unique way. Everything is not for everybody and that's okay too. There will be people who don't connect with you at all. There will, people, will be people who may not even care for you necessarily. But the beauty is there will be someone else that they resonate with. There will be another voice that connects with them. Your only concern is helping those who are, um, that feel drawn to you. So it's kind of like you don't want to keep silent or not step into the role of sharing yourself, whether it's healer, teacher, artist, performer, musician, writer, whatever you are. 
there is someone out there that can learn from you, that will feel supported or inspired by you, simply by you showing up as yourself. Now, the beauty of learning about your own energy and it really being at the foundation about you understanding your own energy is because energy fuels and shapes what we create. It influences our experience and our energy, depending on how we are managing it, can be what motivates us or what causes us to feel overwhelmed. Now, in the beginning, I was very focused on transforming my own energy and I was amazed by what I was learning and what I came to understand. I mean, it completely changed my scope of life, right? But then outside of me, I started to look at everyone around me differently. I started to see and understand people from a different point of view. And instead of judging or being put off by the energies I felt, I tried to understand the energies I felt. I started to understand life in new ways. And so then, you know, I started sharing what I had learned again with my friends and family because I wanted to help everyone that I cared for. And I wanted to help by sharing the tools that I was learning because I saw how beneficial it was to my life. But again, there was no pressure. I was just curious and I just wanted to understand. So for those of you who are questioning your path or, you know, feeling uneasy about trying to step into a particular role, I would say relax. Just relax and realize that whatever you're going through right now at this moment is part of your process. You are already whatever it is you seek to be. You are learning and shaping what that looks like. It's up to you. Now, once... I got deeper into the energy transformation and starting to notice the shifts and all of these things a little more. That's when I became more curious about the intuition aspect because I really wanted to understand on deeper levels what it was I was feeling. Um, You know, when this all started, I could feel energy, but it was very basic in my understanding as far as some energy felt good, some energy didn't feel good, some energy felt strong, some energy felt more subtle, but I didn't understand like the detail behind it. So I wanted to develop my intuition. So what I did was just in my meditation, I would start asking questions. I would ask a question and then I would meditate and be silent and notice what came up for me. And in doing that, I started receiving messages and I started communicating with my guides. And, you know, I could have, like many of us do, I could have questioned the information I was receiving and thinking that it was all made up in my head. But I realized that the information I was receiving was very different than what I personally would have thought 
very different than what I would have ever considered. And it was different than my voice. So I started writing down the information I was getting. And then in time, something would come up in my life that would validate the information I was receiving. So that's how it started. Then I decided to take psychic development classes and I took intuitive development. I took mediumship classes and all of it, again, was just to help me understand. And at that time, I mean, that's how basic my questions were. Just help me to understand this situation or help me to understand what I'm seeing or sensing energetically. So I... Again, I wasn't pressuring myself about if I was becoming a healer, a teacher, a psychic, any of these things. I was just practicing. It was very light. So I was allowing myself because I wasn't, um, I didn't feel like I had to fill a certain role. I was just, just seeing where things were going. But the key was I trusted my guidance. I trusted how I was being guided. I trusted the inspirations that came through. And if I asked a question to the universe of, you know, I want to know how to develop my psychic ability. And then the next thing you know, I see or I come across there was a class for my intuition. I trusted it and I went for it. And there were many things along the way that I felt drawn to. And even if I didn't understand why in the moment, I trusted that calling and I pursued it. So trust is a huge thing. Trusting yourself along the way without forcing yourself to be or know anything. Now, in all of this, in the back of my mind, of course, you know, there was a part of me that still was very excited about the potential to be able to help people. And I was, you know, doing work with friends and family. And that's how things naturally progressed for me. My friends started referring people to me. My family started referring people to me. And then I started a practice. But along the way, I kept learning. I kept working on myself. And it has transformed so much over the years. I allowed room for things to shift and grow and change. Like, for example, when I started practicing Reiki, I never had an intention of teaching Reiki. But the more familiar I became with it and the more experience I had with it within my own life, then I became compelled to teach. And one of the beauty beauties, uh, the beautiful things of sharing what you learn with others, even again, if it's not a formalized teaching session, even just explaining what you have learned or how you have transformed or what you're going through. Sometimes when you explain this to someone else, you know, just explain it to a friend or someone you know, you learn so much more just in sharing. So you will learn from the questions they ask you, but you will also learn because in your sharing, things will come up for you that you may not have considered before. But one of the main things I would say, if you are in that space of feeling frustrated with trying to um, align with your path or figure out how to do this work or figure out how to create a practice, 
is to release expectation, release comparison, be yourself, and trust your guidance. Those are the biggest keys, really. And trusting your guidance, even when you may not necessarily understand, you know, there there is a purpose. But also seeing the purpose and the benefit of, again, what you are experiencing right now, what you are learning right now. You know, um, I told you that certain experiences in life, even, you know, our past ones, they they kind of uh, prepare us for what's to come. So even though there was a time in my life where I thought I was, you know, very shy and, you know, now I understand about the energy and being afraid of judgment and all of these things, there were certain things in my life that prepared me for doing the show and talking to you now. Like, for example, um, when I was around probably 22, I, around that age, I had a friend that was a DJ. And my friends and I would go to the clubs that he DJed at. But one time I went with him by myself and he told me, go socialize with people while I'm playing. And I was terrified the idea of just being out in a club by myself and talking to strangers, that I mean, I, there was no way, I, I didn't think I could do it. But I have to say, ego, my ego helped me in that moment because I didn't want my friend to think I was crazy. So I forced myself to go and be social. And thankfully, I did because it made me realize I could engage and interact with strangers in a social setting that way and it wasn't going to break me like it was okay then um, at that time I worked in IT which is a very you know you don't have to interact with many people but a few years later I changed my career I went into finance and I worked in compliance and I had to facilitate meetings with managers and with um, people in other countries like India and the Philippines and I had to engage with people again in a way that was very uncomfortable for me, but it was something I had to do. So I did it. And again, I came to see that it was something that I could do. Then let's just fast forward. We come to doing Reiki radio. After studying all of this energy work and intuition and all of these things, after sharing with friends and family and having sessions, you know, here and there, I knew that I wanted to share on a larger scale. I wanted to reach as many people as I could to share with anybody who may have been going through the same thing and to share with people who may have been just as curious as I was and to share everything that I had learned on my path because I had so much gratitude for the people who shared with me on mine. I'm so thankful for every teacher I had, for every class I took. And so, of course, I wanted to share it with whomever I could. But again, there was my fear. Oh my gosh, so now I'm going to interact with a bunch of people not knowing what they're thinking of me, not knowing that, you know, what's going to happen if they email me and interact, you know, all of these things. But I understood that for what I wanted to do, I had to release the fear. I had to move beyond the fear and understand that it was my choice in how I engaged with that energy. 
how I was going to allow that energy of fear to dictate what I did or didn't do. But because this mattered to me, I was able to move through that. And then what happened is, I would say for the first, I mean, months of doing Reiki Radio, I was nervous before every single show. And then, without even noticing, it became very comfortable to me because of the repetition. The same is true with energy work. When I first started and I was practicing, I was nervous before each person I worked on a little bit because I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what their situation, their experience would be. I didn't know what my experience would be. But after the repetition, I became very comfortable in understanding that, you know, their experience was going to be theirs and whatever I was going to experience would be what I experienced. Everybody was going to have exactly what was meant for them in the moment practice. It's something I say on all the shows when we talk about this field of work. Practice. Your practice is going to teach you more than anything. So how I do it, how I did it, all of it was just practice. All of it was me working on my own energy and trying to understand All of it came down to me just wanting to share, releasing the fear and the expectation. And at the top of it all, just being myself. I really do talk to you on the show the same way I would talk to, you know, my friends. And maybe a little more passionately on the show because of the topic. But, you know, I am just being myself. Be yourself. And then the trust. And the trust really, I mean, it can be easier said than done. But part of that comes again with the repetition, the practice. The more you practice, the more you trust yourself. And that's really with anything in life. So those would be the keys that I say about how to do it. (laughs) How to align with your path how to step in the role of what you want to become. Again, know that you already are that. And everything that you are learning along the way, everything you are experiencing along the way, everything that you practice along the way will help you to shape and mold the way that you uh, present yourself in that role. It will help you shape and mold the type of healer you are, the type of teacher you are, the type of artist, the parent, the partner you are. And working on your energy is so significant. And I know I talk to you about your self-care a lot, but it's so significant not only because of you learning more about yourself and you coming to understand yourself, But the people who come to you for help and the people who come to you for support, a lot of times they will mirror what you have gone through or what you have been through. And so you will understand on a very deep level of how to help them, how to be a support for them, because you've been there yourself. So pay attention to what comes up for you. Pay attention to your patterns. Pay attention to what you are working to heal and grow through 
those things will be very significant to your journey of whatever it is you decide to um, share. We all contribute in so many ways. You know, it makes me think about the, um, the person I was telling you about earlier who in her session, I heard that message move out of potential and into being. You know, she is already teaching in her profession that she's in now. I mean, traditionally, you may not think of that role as someone who is a teacher or a healer. But in the people that she services, just in the conversations and the interactions that she has with them, she is helping them to transform energy just in those engagements. It's kind of like, think about when you have a friend who calls you because they're going through something tough in their life. Depending on how you interact and how you are support and how you are there for them, you are helping them to transform their energy. You are helping them to have a broader perspective or point of view. You are helping them or encouraging them in some way. You may be inspiring them in some way just by what you are sharing with them. That is a teacher, a healer, a guide. You're doing it already. It's just a matter of shaping what that looks like to you. And then building your practice around that. Paying attention to how you want to help and support people. What you do naturally. You have natural gifts. You have natural ways of of working with energy already, with working with your intuition. And these classes and these things that we do just help us to acknowledge or become aware of our natural gifts. You know, when I teach intuition, um, I'm teaching the intuitive mastery class right now. And each week I give them different tools and different ways of using their gifts because every single person in the class is going to be drawn to doing something in a particular way. Certain tools will be more prominent for certain people because we all have our own way of translating energy, of manipulating energy, of understanding energy, of using our intuition. We all have unique ways of being teachers and guides and healers every day. Be yourself. Instead of wondering, am I on the right path or how do I get to get to the right path? Acknowledge the path that you're on. Acknowledge what you are learning right now. Acknowledge what you feel called to try or called to explore. And as you allow yourself to follow those, those um, musings or to follow those uh, bits of inspiration, as you allow yourself to go through the process, it unfolds and the dots start to connect and things start to make sense. And before you know it, you realize, oh, I've been on my path all this time. But how you journey along your path is going to shift and change as you shift and change. 
you know, when I started in all of this, if you would have told me I would be teaching intuition, Reiki, doing a podcast, I would have thought you were insane. But I just allowed the unfolding and I trusted my inner guidance and I trusted um, what I felt called and drawn to do. And a lot of the times along the way, you have to work on your own energy to allow yourself to follow those inner calling and that inner musing and to follow your inspiration. So hopefully that is helpful. Um, that's, I mean, it sounds maybe very basic, but it's just the truth. And that is how I did it. That's how I do it every day. And, you know, I continue to allow my path to unfold. So who knows what it will be even a year from now. It's okay. It's part of the journey. It's part of the process. Allow yourself to witness and participate in your process. Okay. So that is all for today. And for those of you, if you still want to join the Coven of Consciousness, or if you would like the light activations, which there's a special right now, a four pack for that, you can get more information about all of that on my website, which is yuchi.com. That's Y-E-W-C-H-I.com. I would love to have you join us and to be a guide for you on your path this year. So anyway... I will talk to you all very soon here on Reiki Radio. I thank you for joining me always and remember to journey in love. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.